Good morning, Patriots. And today is Tuesday, October 3rd in the year 2023. We've got a lot going on around our world that all centers on some principal things. We have to agree on the criminality that they do. And then we're going to play a piece here in a little bit that's pretty interesting. It's about a five-minute piece of a laydown of the laws in which they work and how we are being mis misled, I guess would be a good term, and to accept by our free will the things that they want us to do, and in so doing, giving up all of our rights, which is no surprise. <laughs> no surprise at all. We just like to dance with Lucifer and not realize who we're dancing with. That's the biggest problem. Patriots, before we get going this morning, you need a good pillow. Let's be straight. A good pillow. A pillow that will, like, you lay your head on the bed at night, you're like, oh, this is so awesome. That's a MyPillow 2.0. Heat-regulating thread. It's awesome. Fantastic quality. And coming from a Patriot-driven company, which is awesome, you just need all this. So you head on over to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, and you're going to get a MyPillow 2.0. They're fantastic. They're like the best thing out there. And it's going to transform your sleeping experience. And while you're there, you can get a MyPillow mattress topper with the same with the same heat-regulating thread. It's really quite interesting, actually, to believe that a pillow can make so much difference, but it actually does. And it's also incredible to imagine that Mike actually reinvented the classic MyPillow so well, which he did. That's the MyPillow 2.0. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Take advantage of the great savings you get with your promo code and jump on in there and get yourself a MyPillow 2.0. And right now is a great time to buy them for gifts for Christmas. Get ready and start sending them out to all your liberal family members and all your liberal friends. Let them experience the MyPillow 2.0. And it will transform their life. Pray over it, too, before you send. We might be able to anoint their dreams or something. That would be pretty awesome. Well, Patriots, um, coming up here this week, it's important to note that we have an emergency broadcast test. And this is not to be taken lightly. Um, on, it's going to occur on October 4th, excuse me, um, Wednesday, October 4th at 2.20 p.m., Eastern, so that's going to be 2.20 p.m. Eastern, 1.20 p.m. Central, 12.20 uh, Mountain, 11.20 Pacific, and then you adjust if you're in Hawaii or Alaska. But this is a, a test to test out the new ability for them to push emergency broadcast system sounds through cell phones. Now, I just want to read this. It's interesting what they say here. So it says, get ready not to freak out. This is from the USA Today. Get ready not to freak out. On Wednesday, October 4th at 2.20 p.m. Eastern, every TV, radio, and cell phone in the United States should blur out the distinctive, jarring, electronic warning tone of an emergency alert. It's a test, only a test. Officially, the trial is called the Nationwide Emergency Alert Test. You know it's a test and not an actual emergency because it's, an amp, uh, it's accompanied by an explanation of the test. <laughs> Government, trust us. We're always here to help. No, no, and listen to this. No, it's not a national conspiracy to infect people with nanoparticles. Now, why would you say that? Why would you even say that? We're going to get into why you say that. Yes, it does go back all the way to the Cold War in the 1950s. That's when the Nazis were taken over, by the way. No, we can't play, can't play you the tone. We could get hit with a big federal fine because it would trigger the zombie apocalypse. But mostly, the test is an important way to make sure that if something really bad happens, like a zombie apocalypse, and really big, like a zombie apocalypse, happens, Americans can be warned quickly. 
And then once you're in the zombie apocalypse, it doesn't matter. So here, here's the deal. I'm really encouraging you to not participate in this in a good way. And the way you do that is you need to, starting at, I guess it's 2.20, so I would start at 2. We're going to be doing it from 2 Eastern until about about 4 Eastern. I would, I am personally putting my phones in Faraday bags and shutting them off and includes my sat phone. I know that um, we're in the house and many others are unplugging the internet and shutting off all TV and radio. Uh, Dr. Lee Merritt's actually just shutting the power down in her house for about four hours. So there's no signals and just sitting quiet and staying away from the public spaces. Why am I saying all this? There's a lot of research right now that is indicating that this, and again, this may not be, there's nothing provable yet, but Todd Callender and others for a long time now have been discussing, and that's attorney Todd Callender, that there is a, an ability to activate a Malberg virus or even what they're calling the zombie virus free, with frequency based on the injections that people were given. And the frequencies are apparently bursted three times, one, two, three. And in so doing, then this thing is opened up. It's a casing around this, uh, the embedded things that are, there's an embedded virus inside of the injection. And it, it rips that casing open and it releases it into the body. That's been well-researched. Dr. Lee Merritt has done the same thing. Is this that test? I have no idea. Do I want to take a chance? Nope. And should you be prepared if you're walking around the city to start uh, having to take your and if I take your staff and beat the zombies off, that might be true. So I would I would definitely be cautious about this, and I am. And so it's, uh, someone's asked, is this only supposed to happen in the States? Yes. We don't export yet our FEMA to you. If you're not in the States, it's supposed to only happen in the States. So I would, um, I would be, I'm personally taking it seriously not to participate. And that's by free will. Let me be clear about that. And I would definitely uh, take those precautions. You can also stick your phone in a, in, in a bag and stick it in the refrigerator or freezer. But if you're just going to stick it, if you're going to shut your phone off, that's, they say it's enough. I can tell you the technology that they have now. Remember, these phones are always on. And if you haven't seen Kingsman, look up a, look up a video on YouTube called Kingsman Church Scene church scene in that video and it's from a movie they literally used a frequency in a phone to cause people to go mad and to start killing each other this isn't new ideas and they've been seeding this idea for some time so i'm just giving you a heads up you choose at your own free will not telling you what to do though advising you to consider it seriously that is probably not a good idea um and by the way that's one of the more brutal scenes i've seen in tv where they literally killed everybody in the church. It was awful. And it was all done by cell phone signals. Really ugly. So I would take it seriously. I mean, meaning that what is happening isn't what you think it's happening. But we'll get to that in a minute. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's bring some prayers, baby. Father God, we are coming to you before you today, before the throne. And we place ourselves here humbly. And Father, we're just asking right now for a clarity in our days ahead of the sorts of things to have discernment to the traps that they set. Our enemy is a vicious enemy, and our enemy is one that is walking and lurking 
and trying to use everything and every tool at its asset. So, so Father, we just ask right now for a blessing of a discernment to settle in upon Bard's nation, to reach across and to touch all the hearts and the minds in such a way that we will see clearly the enemy's plans to expose them to light, to be able to maneuver around them and to avoid the traps in which they sit. Father, at the center of this is the need to have a purified heart. We carry so much baggage from our past. And unfortunately, the baggage that we carry creates an opening in our armor to allow the enemy to slip in and to exploit in the most subtle ways. We deal with a stealth enemy, an enemy that is wicked, an enemy that will use the most subtle of things to change the direction of a conversation, turn people against each other, and ultimately infuse an idea of division and hatred between ourselves. So Father, right now we break off any chains that may be binding those to those sorts of anchors of the past. And we pray for a refreshing power of the blood of Christ to step, to lay over their heart, to heal some of those wounds and to set people free. This is truly an hour, Father, when so much is going on, that the enemy is lurking in so many dark places and truly awakening the, the darkest part of us all, which ultimately centers itself on fear. At the center of fear, which goes, takes us right back to the garden, once we become afraid, the enemy takes territory. So, Father, today we're praying out fear, and we're asking for, for this awakening to understand that as we step into the love of you more boldly, more powerfully, we anchor ourselves in a fearless walk. Fear is the true weapon the enemy has at his hands that is unfortunately seated into too many. And in this hour right now, when there's so much uncertainty as the economies and as the violence increases, so does fear. So Father, we just, as we pray in just today, we, be, we, we lay ourselves before the throne to say, forgive us for the fears that we may have. We release those fears and turn them over to you. And in so doing, embrace the power of the Holy Spirit that sits within us to give us strength, to give us confidence in the power of all that you are, and to breathe in that Holy Spirit and breathe out that fear. We need to purge ourselves of the deep-seated fear and release ourselves from the bondages of the things of the past. And that's ultimately where we are, have our greatest strength is when we come pure with the heart and reveal the truth of who we are to literally be honest and vulnerable into the world so that the burdens of the past can be released and the strength in which you give us can be emboldened. Father, in this hour right now, most critically, we face a, such a critical juncture in humanity, a juncture we have to choose to unite or walk divided and separate from kingdom. Barsfest gave us a glimpse of that in the most powerful way, and we're blessed to have had such an experience. Barsfus gave us a, an, an anointed view of what it was like to come together fully in the body of Christ, to set aside all of our burdens, to work together, to release those chains, to come together in fellowship and truly live in the harmony as intended in the body of Christ. So Father, I know as we move away from Barsfest in these days, some of those feelings may seem to wane. And so we ask today and pray today for this continued flow of the Holy Spirit through everybody, the blessings that will come upon all to understand that it doesn't go away, that we're all still deeply connected, but we simply have to settle ourselves well within the body of Christ to feel the blessings of all that was given. 
We are one people in one body. And unfortunately, we become so deeply divided with so much hatred, so much many wounds that we're not even realizing that what we're carrying. And so this is a time, Father, that we're just praying that people can sit, be still, see your face, breathe in, understand that no matter where you are, no matter what ranking, no matter what your status, no matter years of doing whatever you've done, this is time to let go of things that you may never even know that were influencing you. And this isn't, I think, Father, one of the problems we have in the modern day is that we get to a place where we, go, we talk about therapists and they do things like regressive therapy, and none of this is the same. This is simply about going into our lives, being honest before the throne, releasing these things that we know are waiting us, but having the confidence, and more importantly, the courage to say, hey, Father, here I am. I need your help. And to hand those things over to you. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll be right there. Place your hands there upon us and walk us, walk with us to give us that power and blessing to let go of the things that are heavy on our hearts, to release those things that have been pent up and been building, building, and in so doing, set ourselves free. Our objective always should be the same, to set ourselves free, to keep ourselves free, and to help others to help others to be free. And to help others to be free, we ourselves have to be set free. The pasts are only the tools for us to mature in the future. And the burdens of the pasts that can hold us back can be healed. So, and Father, we know this. But unfortunately, sometimes we know this. The emotions, which are the scars, the layer themselves between the release and where we are, get in our way. It's difficult for us to see through. So, Father, as, as we continue in, towards the closing of this prayer today, I want to extend a prayer for all the marriages out there, a powerful prayer, a prayer of healing, a prayer of transformation. This is an important moment right now when lots of stress on families, lots of stress on, on marriages themselves. And it's difficult if the marriage is anchored in the principles that are not deep in spirit. So, Father, today we're praying for a blessing over the marriages to find the deeper heart between yourselves, to find that deeper love through Christ, and to reforge those ties and bonds in a marriage, to bless them with the ability to see themselves through the body of Christ rather than just through their own eyes. So, Father, as we walk forward here and in a time we pray for the strengthening of marriages. We pray for the strengthening of the marriage and the family. This is ultimately the core of this fight. To restore the families, to raise up the children, to protect them, and to again create that powerful team of a man and a woman working together to raise up the family, to raise up themselves, but always through the same point. To go do this through the body of Christ. Let us see each other with the eyes of Jesus as we walk glorefully in, the, in this world, respecting one another, loving thy neighbor, and emboldening ourselves with the power of the Holy Spirit and the love for one another. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. So we have a, an interesting piece here today, um, which, by the way, it is, it's uh, just sorry, before I jump into this, marriages are absolutely going to be are, I should say it this way, marriages are, have been, and will continue to be 
the battleground for this fight because when the marriage is divided, the children are exposed. And the ultimate goal is to destroy the children. That's where the center of gravity is for this fight. So as we move through this, marriages have to get stronger. And that means you have to work together as a team. I said something fairly controversial at Bars Fest, and I'm going to touch on it today. I'll touch on it more late tonight in the in Fisher show. But I want you to hear my heart here, please. What I said at Bars Fest is that when, you are, when a man has a porn addiction, and, and I said the women you need to let some of that go and realize that you're a team, that the attack was not on him but on you too as a pair. That's true. It doesn't invalidate the emotional feelings of being hurt. I get it. But you have to understand that this is the greatest. I, I can't think of a greater weapon against a, against a couple. But then to, to use, and pornography is at the core, because when we, get, when we use pornography, we are destroying the very essence of who we are. And when it cuts to the core of a marriage, and this is a big weapon, pornography is a huge weapon, because it's destroying the innocence and the purity, ultimately in the children, but it's also destroying that, that seed of innocence and purity that's within each of us. And most importantly, it's attacking trust. These are vicious weapons. So not setting aside the emotional pain, we have to realize that again, that target is when it's a couple is always up, is always done to split and divide and to wound in such a way that it can't heal, but it can be healed. So with that, there's a piece I want you to hear here. It's about five minutes. It's a really interesting discussion on law. And by the way, the guy's on a horse. <laughs> so if you hear some noises in the background, he's riding on a horse. So there you go. That's what it is. All right, take a listen. So I hear a lot of people on uh, TikTok talking about the elitists uh, being devil worshipers and basically the how they have to tell you what they're going to do before they actually do it. Um, but they don't explain why. Like, why is it that they have to tell us before they do it? Uh, and there's two reasons. Um, some of it is the fact that, yes, it is their religion. Um, they uh, see it as something that is uh, something very important for them to do. And they must do it in order to be able to fulfill what they're trying to do without any negative recourse. And all of that is based under universal law. Uh, so first and foremost, I just want to say that I do have a very extensive background in, uh, in law. Uh, I am a lawyer, uh, not an attorney. There's a difference. If you want to know the difference, just look it up. Sorry, I started that video in the middle of the woods and those mosquitoes were killing me. Anyway, so um, a lot of people don't explain why they have to do this. And it, and it basically um, boils down to universal law. So in law, there's many different tiers. Um, it, look at it kind of like, you know, you have to build a foundation before you're able to build the building, build the walls, then build the roof and so on and so forth. Um, well, in law, you start with universal law. And then from universal law, you go to natural law. From natural law, you go to, like say for here, an example for uh, the United States and most of the Western uh, um, world, we have common law. And then from common law, you have this BS um, statutory law, and then it goes from statutory law to commercial law. And basically, that's what we're living under right now. We're living under commercial law. Um, so, so Satanists, um, 
they follow the they have to follow universal law that's the very foundation of all laws um and one of those um maximum maxims of universal law is that um you cannot take away someone's free will so in other words god doesn't take away our free will um and neither can they so in order for them to be in alignment with universal law which they're still beholden to uh, they have to get us to accept what they're doing. They have to get us to do what's called acquiescence to the law, acquiescence to universal law, which is to for them to present us with something and for us to accept it through our free will. So, uh, of course, we know they run Hollywood. They run uh, pretty much any of our uh, entertainment uh, institutions or informative institutions. So they do what's called predictive programming. They've been doing it our entire lives through the movies that we watch, where they basically show us and tell us what they're going to do. Uh, recently, they've gotten even more bold. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys remember uh, senior George Bush when he gave the New World Order speech. They were telling you then um, many different presidents. Eisenhower said, uh, told us uh, Kennedy told us um, and then uh, most recently, we have like the WEF, Carl Schwab, who's basically straight up telling us that they're going to uh, have a cyber attack, which is going to take turn off all of our power. Um, they have to tell us this stuff. It's it's universal law that they are, have to live by. OK, this is something that they can't get away from um, because bottom line is God is the one that put the universe in its place. God is the one who laid the foundations and made the laws that we all live under, including them. Um, so they have to live within that structure, within that framework. Um, so basically, they've already told us what they're going to do. By, by us not doing anything about what they're, they're presenting us with, um, by us uh, just sitting back and not rising up and not... Uh, 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 taking control of our situation, what we're doing under universal law is we are acquiescing to what they are presenting us. We are accepting what they are presenting us. So under universal law, it gives them the authority to push forward with their agenda. So that is what's taking place. So we are in a very peculiar situation right now. They are telling us to our face what they're going to do. Now, obviously, I'm on TikTok, so I can't say certain things. But uh, you can read between the lines. We have to do something about it. All right, Patriots. So there you go. It's defiance, not compliance. Bottom line. And that's, that's the key to this whole thing. And they've known it. And this is why they work so hard in trying to convince you in fear again, right? Fear. Here's that piece that stimulates you to comply and breaks your will, and then people give in. So you have to set hard lines, and you have to set hard lines to say these are things I will never do and not participate in. And part of that begins ultimately with daily actions on what we consume, what we agree with, to comply within rules that they tell us to do. None of these these are none of these laws are based in God's word, and so we go back to Scripture, we follow that, and we defy everything else. That's the key here. So, as someone just said, it's fear porn, and that's what they do, constantly fear porn. So, we, we know that we're the children of the Most High. Just to be blunt, I think we kind of kind of act, start acting like it, to be honest with you. 
probably be a good idea. Patriots, I'm going to be on the road today for a good long day of driving. Uh, tonight's shows, there will be a, a late night show tonight. I don't know if I'm going to do two. I, I just have to see if it's going to be Bards FM and Fishers or if it's going to be just a longer Fishers or something. I, I don't know. I'll, I will update that as my day goes. But do look for shows tonight. They'll be there. And I'm be, I'll be in Yuba City tomorrow. Um, make sure that you take this thing about the cell phone thing seriously. Uh, it's up to you to choose. But this, again, they're telling us they're going to do something. So be aware, trust the government, and you shall fall into the pits of hell. Probably be, I need that to be a t-shirt or something. All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be six or nine or whatever that normal time is, but I'll be there until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait, but this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.